Welcome to another edition of Faith Duo. And today you are in for a real treat as we interview one of a kind lady, my mom. And she talks a little bit about how Christians are misunderstood and uh, some of the people that inspired her and changed her outlook. And also stick around to the end as you'll get some practical tips on how to gain confidence in spreading God's word. And she's one of the most confident people I know in doing that. So stay tuned and let's get into it. questions and do our interview now hopefully we're going to do these more often get more Tell uh, why you want to do people videos. involved and I want to do this because I think it's a good insight that we can learn from other people you know how to be better Christians and you know just learn from each other and I think it's gonna be a good experience and I know that you would want to know a different perspective other than us talking so let's get into it all right, so first question. Mom, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I would have a billboard that says, Jesus is my rock and I'm rolling with him. Oh, that's whoa, that's good. That's kind of catchy too. Yeah. So why? I guess because sometimes people ask, how are you doing today? And I'll say partly cloudy or I'm doing okay. But I know I have Jesus in me, and I need to exalt him and acknowledge him. So what better way than to say, Jesus is my rock? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot just by saying he's your rock because, you know, the rock is the foundation. And that's, you know, something deeper than just rocking and rolling. <laughs> that's true. He'll keep you from tripping. Yeah. All right. What's something uh, people seem to misunderstand about Christians? What do you think? I've noticed that they almost think Christians think they're perfect. But we're not perfect. Yeah. We're people. Like everybody else. And we're sinners. Like Christ says. Um, we're all sinners. No one's perfect. But Him. Alright. Yeah, I think that's, that's so true. Because, you know, people say they don't want to come to church because they think that, you know, Christians are a bunch of hypocrites, right? And, I mean, we're we're all not perfect. Like you said, we all sin. So, um, and I think that a lot of people think that Christians feel like they're perfect, even though we're not. So, I think that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one because Christians are, you know, taught to be self-examining. So, we are supposed to be more... <laughs> aware that we are sinners more than other people because that's what we're thinking about is that we're sinners and Jesus saved us and we're just trying to live better each day because we know that we're sinners and imperfect. Yeah. Tell me about a Christian that touched your heart and or changed the way that you were thinking or acting. I guess my aunt. 
she always told me that when you see people for the first time, you need to make an impression, good impression. And so when I leave the house, I just make sure I'm dressed. And I've always been that way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're dressed. Everybody's that way. <laughs> not just dressed, but I mean, you know, you're dressed like you're going somewhere. Even if you're not, even if you're just going to the store. I mean, me, even just in the mailbox. Because you never know who you may meet. And so you want to make that first good impression. Yeah. That's, that's true because um, I guess it's, I, don't know, I think we're a rela more relaxed society today where we can we get up and go and just put our sweatpants on and stuff. Not me. But a good impression like the, your, what is it? Your first impression is always going to be the last, lasting. The most lasting impression. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good one to think about. Mm -hmm. you know, trying to make sure that you're sharp or got it together a little bit before you step out. So that's a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, what's one thing that your Christian life did for you that you didn't expect? Wow. Uh, the one that stands out to me is having four beautiful children, and they were all five years apart, so it was like, you just pray to God that they'll be raised up in the admonition of Him. And so you live that life in front of them. You take them to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And whenever there's a meeting, whenever, whatever's going on at the building, you're there. And so they never complain. We never complain. You just did what you had to do. Because um, we're living for Christ every day. And I'm just so happy that I prayed before you all came. You know, that you would be in the Lord and I have no greater joy than him or children walk in truth. Third John verse four. Um, that's peace as beautiful. Yeah, it is. And now that we have kids, we, we want them to grow up and to, you know, follow Christ. So I remember when our young my youngest, he's twenty five now. He went to college. And he gave me my first Mother's Day card. He sent it to me and it said, Mom, I'm so glad that how you raised us because now I can get up on my own and go serve the Lord on Sunday. Ooh. I mean, that just meant I so much to chills. me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I guess my, I wouldn't think of, um, I guess my younger brother, you know, saying that, but, you know, just by, you know, the way that we were brought up, you know, just go and be diligent about it, being consistent, you know, it's just, uh, just makes it that much easier. So, and a lot of people don't have that. So we are thankful that y'all had that impression on us and that guidance. All right. So if you could turn back the time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her? I would tell her a lot of things, but you all don't have time. But I would say, um, one of my favorite verses is uh, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all that heart, and lean not on thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. I mean, Christ has everything for us. 
I mean, he was part of the creation, creating us. He knows what's happening. He knows what's going to happen. So we need to trust him. Because 18 years old, I was in college not knowing a whole lot. I knew about the church, and I knew what Christ wanted. But then I don't know if I was really convicted at that time like I am now. But trusting in the Lord, that's it. Yeah, I guess when we're younger, we all need that smack in the face. You know, tell, tell them, uh, so I guess somebody to tell you that, you know, you need to do what's right. Because um, we take we take so much, so much for granted when we are younger. Because we feel like we have our whole lives ahead of us. If you had $100 million to spend and no red tape, how would you spend it? Hundred million. That's hard to fathom. Mm -hmm. But but those baseball players and uh, I guess some some uh, football players they make that so it's possible. Yeah. What would you do? I would give at least thirty percent to the Lord. Ooh. I should be giving fifty. Because all of it's His anyway. You're right. But you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep some of it, but I'll say I'll give 30%. 30000000 to the church. And then I have some missionaries I want to give to, uh, definitely. And then yeah. pay some bills, which won't even add up to <laughs> much. I'm going to do $1 million. Uh, And then just uh, give to people who need it. Mm -hmm. um, just people that we probably meet them all the time, but don't spend time to even talk to them and see why they're in the situation they're in. But just to give them something. Because people need, and we need to give if you have it. Yeah. And that would be showing Christ in you. Because we're to exemplify Him throughout our life. I think Romans 12, 1 and 2. We're to. I beseech you, therefore, yeah. brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living Holy sacrifice, sacrifice. Yes. holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Right, reasonable service. So, giving to others who need it. I mean, we have so associations throughout each city, I'm sure, for the homeless. Just asking, what do they need? You know, I just checked just today for the city I'm from, Martinsburg, West Virginia. And they needed cleaning supplies. You know? So. Yeah, that's one of the things that I want to do is like just show random acts of kindness to other people that are in need because like everybody's in need. Like if you just talk to them, figure out what they need, you know, and just to help somebody out, that means the whole world to them. So uh, I just want to be in a good position where I can do that. But, um, just the position I'm in now, we can do that. Just try to do something. It doesn't have to be huge, but I think we should make that a goal, you know, to try to give or listen to people what they need and try to help them out as best we can. So that's a good one. All right. Uh, what's the best compliment you ever received? I guess the best compliment I received is going back to the children. People just tell me about our children you know how blessed I am because they're in the Lord you know and 
you should be proud because you raised the children so well. But I always give God the glory because he did it. He works in mysterious ways. He did it. But it's because he worked through us because we, we wanted to do his plan. He has a plan for all of us. And, and it works if we do it and pray because that's the best thing we can do is pray. Because if we sincerely want it and do his will, he usually answer our prayers uh, favorably. Um, and that's as favorable as you can get. Yeah. That's wow. Good. Being, um, raising your children right, once again, that's a, a huge responsibility, number one. And then, you know, thankful that we all turned out okay. So. I'm thankful. <laughs> I'll tell you one reason you turned out okay, only because I was a stickler on who you hung around. I didn't want you to just hang around with just anybody. Yeah. So, you know, you have to watch who your children are with yeah. and where they're going. Find out where they're going and when they're coming back. Um, and if so, take them. Right. What are you not very good at? That's easy. Getting up in the morning. You've been doing good when you were here. I don't oh. believe that. Yeah, well, the children, they're loud enough. They <laughs> sure are. What's your favorite book besides the Bible? I have a lot of good self-help books. Um, but my favorite is one I just found at your house. Praying for your husband. Wow. That's really deep because some husbands need a lot of work <laughs> and God was the only one that can do it. But you pray to him and you just write down all the things that you want him to be and help that he needs to strengthen him and uh, it'll work. Yeah. Praying for your husband. I think by Jennifer Smith. Yeah, good book. Yeah, I think that's good too because, you know, if you're having somebody actually praying for you or you even, you don't even have to tell them, but if you do tell them, that just means a lot. That means you're, you really care about them. And hopefully they would want to change, especially if they're your spouse, want to change for you to be better. So I think that's good. What separates successful Christians that have an impact on those around them from those that may be struggling just to get by? So what separates successful Christians that have an impact on others? Oh, sorry. I think it's just to inspire other Christians to want to do better in their life. I know I have some questions coming up to me and said, you know, I really appreciate you, Rosie, because what you do has given me more strength to do what the Lord wants me to do, you know, because I, I have no problem talking to people. A lot of people are afraid to talk to people. I love people. My daughter says I'm a social butterfly. You really are. I, I hope I can take on some of that because you got it going on. you just like, you're so confident in talking. And we should all be confident because we have Christ. 
we can do all things through him. And what other confidence do we need? So when you when were you when were you able to start talking to people like that about the Bible? Um, I guess after reading and studying, you have to read his word and study, and he gives you the strength. But what, like that. age and, you know, oh. what, when did you get started, like where you felt confident? Well, I, I spoke some when I was in my 30s, but not as strong. But I guess every, each decade I get stronger. Mm, and good. when you... When you're 50, you pretty much got it. And 60, you know. And then, you know, I won't go beyond that because you, I want y'all to know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Like, he gives you the confidence. So, what would you say some like steps are for somebody to get confident? So, just to kind of help somebody out. How could they go about getting that confidence to telling others about Christ or how important other people's souls are? Well, um, you could start with, if you don't want to start reading the Bible, you can start learning the books of the Bible, get strong that way, and then you'll know where to go in the books of the Bible. Um, you can even Google, you know, because they'll know what subjects are, you know, Matthew, life of Christ, you know, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel, you know, Acts, the church, that's when it's first started in Acts. So it's getting in the word because the word is powerful. It's what sharper than any two-edged sword. So the word is it. Um, so study, study, study. Study, study, study. And and when you get into studying, sometimes you could spend two and three hours. And then sometimes you don't have that time, but make that time. Get up earlier if you have to. Or if you don't have a job to go to, read as long as you want. And then right before you have to have dinner done, stop what you have to do and get dinner done. Um, yeah, because God will bless you with whatever you need. And he gives us the time, which is a gift. It's a gift because our life is fleeting. It's like a vapor. Yeah. Wow. I just, I guess sometimes myself, I get like, you know, nervous that that person doesn't want to hear it. Like I'm bothering them. How do you get past that? Well, I guess you have to see what kind of person you're talking to. I mean, like that's, God wants us to, what? Test the soils, see which soil is rocky or, you know, sand, mm -hmm. solid. You know, you, you know which ones are solid when they start talking to you and then they want to hear more. You know, and you ask them, would you like a Bible study with me? And they'll say, sure. It's awesome. And then you can go from there. And then you can pick a subject or you can have them pick the subject or you can give them a track. Whatever you want to do. But, uh... It's so important since these days are fleeting and Jesus is coming back and we don't know when. I mean, the Christian age started when he died on the cross. So 2020, um, wow, we've got to get the word out there. Um, 
Yeah. So basically, just spread the word. Don't care about <laughs> their feelings. Yeah. That's true. Pretty you much. Gotta, you just gotta I mean, scatter the seed. That's yeah. it. Some's gonna receive it. Some's not. Right. Exactly. And some may hear it, and you're not even talking to them. You know. But you can leave a track in the bathroom, at the desk. You can leave them anywhere. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spreading the seed right there. Yeah. So if you're scared to talk to somebody, just leave tracks in random places. Yes. And I think that'll that. help you build confidence to hand it to it people does. then and then yeah. talk about it to people. So I think that's good. Yeah. I did that first. Hand some tracks out. Yeah. Leaving the restrooms, restaurants, at the entryway, wherever. And then go from there and then start passing around. That's some good advice. So leave them in random places. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Because I, I do remember when we would go to a restaurant or something, or even just drive through, you would hand somebody a track and say, you know, your soul's important or something. You'll just say something and hand them a track. And I think that's that was a good thing. I know it left an impression on me, so I remember it from all these years. So I. Um, handing out tracks is a good, tangible, practical advice. Well, that's all the questions we have for you. Thank you for yeah. coming on here. You, you've given us a lot of information to think about and hopefully others. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thanks for being my mom. And Thank God. All it's right. a pleasure. Thank you. All right, that's all we have. We appreciate y'all listening. Hope you're having a good year. Yes, hope you're having a great year. <laughs> Random, sorry. <laughs> a marvelous year. <laughs> well, hope you, hopefully you took something from this interview. Um, I think, hope, hopefully you did. I know I did. Me too. And it was very insightful and inspiring. And hopefully we'll bring you some more. We will bring you some more of these. Um, like this video if you think it's a great idea and if you have any suggestions or questions that we should ask next time uh, definitely leave those in the comments below we appreciate you we love you be the light